In this episode, I'm going to share another draft chapter from my book, Building the Invincible You. This is chapter 25 about maintaining momentum. In this book, I have been sharing a framework and strategies for amplifying your power in your work and life, regaining your freedom to spend more of your time the way you wish you could, and building the future you want for yourself and your loved ones. I'm Larry Cornett, and this is Invincible Life. So if you want to read this draft chapter, go to newsletter.invinciblelife.me.me. This is book chapter, Maintaining Momentum, issue number 59, 59. And uh, I am getting close to the end of writing this book. Well, at least the, the draft of this book. I'm going to be going through, um, obviously, an editing process and clean everything up. But I've got about, I think, one more chapter to write. So it's been... It's been a long journey. It's been a couple years, if I remember right. So I'm going to go ahead and dive into this. I start with a quote from Francis E. Willard. The world is wide and I will not waste my life in friction when it could be turned into momentum. So if you've reached this point of the book, listening and following along in this podcast, you've learned a lot of strategies that can help you create an invincible career in life. You've probably already put some activities into motion that are building a more invincible you too. As I'm sure you've experienced in your life, getting started with a positive change is often the hardest part. It is so challenging to make that first move and build momentum. Sadly, most people settle for less and they never get started. They keep making promises to change their lives next year, but never act on it. Year after year after year. A significant number of people will get started, but they give up before momentum kicks in. They don't create successful new habits. They don't kick their bad habits. When they don't see quick results, they stop and say that it didn't work. This is truly unfortunate because it is so much easier to maintain momentum than to start and build momentum. If they could have stuck with their plans for a little longer, they would have discovered that their body in motion would tend to stay in motion. I know I experienced this with my efforts to work out, lose weight, and stay in shape. I shared the story of my fitness journey way back in chapter 11. For years, I would make a New Year's resolution to start working out every day. 
It usually lasted for maybe a few weeks before, before I gave up. This sad state of affairs went on for a very long time. Uh, I think almost until when I was 40. The breakthrough came after about six months of consistently working out almost every morning and walking or running with my wife at night or on the weekends. It took almost six months before I saw some results that gave me hope. I was losing weight, getting stronger, and looking better. People were noticing and asking me questions about my diet and my exercise program. The same will be true for anything meaningful you want to do. Results usually don't come quickly. Many things will try to derail your commitment and progress. There will be days you want to give up. There will be people who want you to give up, believe it or not. You will feel frustrated, disappointed, and discouraged sometimes. However, all of this is a normal part of the process. It happens to everyone who changes their lives. If you can push through the sticking points and build your momentum, you will reach a day when things start to feel easier. I can't promise that it will feel effortless, but it will be different than before. You'll feel in the groove and want to keep moving ahead. New successes will build on a foundation of past successes. You become a different person, a more powerful person. Dare I say, a more invincible person. So I'd like to share some strategies and techniques that can help you maintain your momentum when you feel like giving up. The first is remembering your why. I discussed your why and your big goals in chapter 7. You identified your ideal vision of your future in chapter 4. So it's been a while. Let's take a moment to revisit it. Think back on that. Does your why still motivate you? Do you still want to reach those goals? Is the long-term vision of your life still desirable? If you give up now, what happens to all of it? If you don't maintain forward momentum, you won't achieve your goals and your vision may not come true. It probably will not come true. And that would be a shame. Most people live their lives settling for less, but I hope you won't. When your commitment to living your life as a more invincible you falters, think about how you can remind yourself about your why. You may not need a daily reminder, but it helps to use something that serves as 
an occasional nudge. You can think of it that way. Here are some ideas. One, you can print a simple reminder of your why and your goals that you want to achieve. And you can place this near your workspace, wherever it is that you spend time working. For example, I have a page near my laptop that reminds me of the work I most enjoy. So I can keep focusing on making that come true. And I'm looking at it right now. It says, read, research, write. I love to read. I love to do research, believe it or not. I like learning new things and I like writing. I love writing. So I want to build my working life around reading, researching, and writing. And I see that every day that I come into my office and it reminds me of why I'm doing what I do. You can use photos for your computer's desktop wallpaper and your screensaver that remind you, for example, of where you ideally want to live. You might have a photo of a cabin in the mountains. Maybe you could have a picture of a beach house on a beautiful beach somewhere. Or maybe you want to have that cute little apartment in Paris and that means a lot to you. So have those photos. Have them in your face every day to remind you of your why, why you're doing what you do. You can frame photographs of your why and place them where you'll see them often. Maybe your children are your why. You are trying to build a better life. You're trying to build a business to put them through college. And so having photos of your children nearby will remind you when your motivation falters. You can start your morning journaling activity by writing what your current big goal is and what you'll do to move closer to it every day. What are you going to do that day to get closer to your big goal? I still do this every morning. I write my big goal and then I write a sentence or two about what I'm going to do that day to make progress. And the act of writing that goal reinforces that it is important to me. You could create a daily affirmation that you repeat to yourself. You could say every morning, look in the mirror, say, you know, I will launch my own business a year from now and keep counting down. I'm going to launch my business six months from now. It's going to launch a month from now and just keep reminding yourself of that. Why when you're feeling discouraged, take a moment to visualize the future you are pursuing. And then finally track your progress. You could do this daily, weekly, monthly. You better be doing it at least weekly or monthly. And this should show you how much closer you are to reaching your goals. And it helps. It helps to compare where you are today to where you were in the past. So I want to talk about staying motivated. My wife and I recently discussed the strategy of comparing your current self to your past self instead of comparing yourself to other people and perhaps feeling envious. And that can happen. Adam Grant was just talking about that. I know my 21 year old self would be so happy to see how my life has turned out. He'd be delighted that I live near the mountains, spend lots of time in the forest and married to an amazing woman 
have raised three wonderful children and I run my own business. He'd be thrilled. Current me gets a bit frustrated sometimes. I'm often frustrated when I make the mistake of comparing myself to others. You know, they achieve success at a much younger age. I don't play guitar as well as other people do. That person's business is more successful than mine. They publish way more books than I have. Heck, even their art is better than mine. My art can't compare. And you can't do that. I know the old me would take a look at my life and say, seriously, man, what are you complaining about? I would love to have what you have. I didn't grow up with money. I had to put myself through school. I, I lived pretty frugally for a long time and had very little. <laughs> I had cars that barely ran. I didn't own much. And I know the old me would say, dude, don't complain. You've got a great life. So if you're feeling discouraged about slow progress and you feel like quitting, I encourage you to look back on your life to some of your earliest memories and notice how far you've come. Remember how much you've accomplished. Pay attention to the long-term trends because I've heard people say, oh, I'm not doing as well as I was six months ago or even a year ago. That happens from time to time. Sometimes career changes will derail you for a little bit. But if you look at the overall long-term trends, are you doing better than you were as a teenager or in your 20s? Most likely. Then project forward to anticipate where you might be in the future. And that will encourage you to maintain momentum. Start measuring and tracking a few key metrics that will help you visualize your progress. I covered this in a lot more detail in chapter 22. Doing this certainly helped me when I started that fitness journey I talked about many years ago. I kept track of my weight loss. I had a chart that I was drawing in Excel. I had weightlifting data that tracked my max deadlift, my bench, my squat. I tracked my hiking and running miles, you name it. And seeing that progress motivated me to set new goals because you can always do a little bit better. If you're great at motivating yourself, this might seem easy. And for some people, keeping themselves motivated isn't that hard. But if you struggle with it, find a few friends who are good at lifting you up when you're feeling down. Connect with people who will support, encourage, and motivate you to stay on track. So I want to talk about maintaining consistency. Habits can carry you forward when motivation fails. I talked about cre uh, creating sustainable habits back in chapter 10. When you create a daily routine to pursue your most important goals, you just automatically do what needs to be done. That's part of your routine. You aren't going to sit around and wait and hope for inspiration to strike. The most successful authors have daily writing habits. They just sit down and write every day. A certain number of words are for a certain amount of time. I work out every day, usually afternoons. It used to be mornings. And I just do it every day instead of skipping when I feel like it. I journal about my business every morning 
while I drink my coffee. And so I'm writing down business ideas and things I need to work on and optimize. My friend who's great at sales calls leads every single day. They're very consistent about it. And my job seeking career clients connect with one to three people in their network every day. Cause I think networking is the best way to find new opportunities. You just have to be consistent about it. If you want to maintain momentum so you can achieve your goals, you must consistently chip away at the activities that will get you there. Show up every day and make some progress, no matter how small. Sometimes the pursuit of success is a game of inches. There are days I go in the gym to work out and I'm like, man, I am tired. I'm not feeling good. And I'll just warm up for five to 10 minutes and maybe I'll do a little bit of a workout. But at least I kept the routine. I kept the habit. Sometimes I do that and I get motivated and I feel better and I keep going. But you don't want to break the chain. I think Jerry Seinfeld talked about that. Don't break the chain. Those who win are those who never stop. Those who reach their dreams are those who never give up. I have a quote from Jim Rohn. Success is neither magical nor mysterious. Success is the natural consequence of consistently applying the basic fundamentals. So now I want to talk about finding peer support. I mentioned a little bit about friends and how important that is, but this is going a little deeper. As I talked in about in chapter seven, accountability can help you achieve your goals. It's easier to maintain your momentum when you're surrounded by people who are on the same journey and want to see you succeed. For example, I've made friends with other solopreneurs and entrepreneurs who encourage and support me. We help each other solve problems. We push each other to keep working, to pursue our goals. It helps. Recently, I also joined a short cohort course with a number of other students. The class met every week, sometimes a few times a week. And we also formed smaller groups with just a handful of people to give each other feedback on things that we were working on and to support each other. And it really helped. A lot of us have tried DIY courses and stuff you can take online by yourself. And a lot of people never finish. They never do it. But having that accountability, having that peer support keeps you going. I looked forward to seeing everyone and it encouraged me to do the work, the homework and to keep showing up. I talked a lot about community in chapter 17. It's probably the most important investment you can make in maintaining your momentum to achieve your goals. It probably is. Many people give up on their vision for the future because they feel alone. And there are times when it just gets so hard to keep going. With all of the resources so readily available online now, no one should ever feel that lonely in their pursuit of their dreams. No one, no matter what it is that you want for yourself, there are other people who are also on that journey and can help you along the way. 
For example, I'm in a few writing communities and they've been helping me and guiding me and supporting me as I write my books. And I've been working on this book and a few other books. I have made friends with several people over the years who are also into weightlifting. And we follow each other's Instagrams and stories. It encourages me to keep working out and to keep posting. I have joined entrepreneurial communities that help educate me and motivate me. I'm friends with numerous solopreneurs I've been friends with for many years, and we talk pretty much every week. I even created my own solopreneur community, and I share advice every week in my solopreneur newsletter. I linked that in this uh, chapter. If you go to newsletter.invinciblelife.me, you can find it. And I created a career community. I've been doing this for years. And it's for ambitious professionals who want more success and fulfillment in their careers. But they want the community support. They want somebody to encourage them, support them. And I also publish weekly newsletters for, uh, for that community too. So I also want to talk about maintaining your power. Some people will be uncomfortable when you start demonstrating your newfound sense of power. It will be obvious you are living your life differently. The dynamics in your relationships with other people will probably change. Change a little or maybe even change a lot depending on what's going on. For example, you no longer tolerate being treated in unpleasant ways. You just won't put up with it anymore. You leave situations that no longer serve you well. You have no patience for it. You're becoming more confident. You're becoming more bold. You're asking for more of what you want, more of what you deserve, and your expectations are increasing. Maintaining your forward momentum in life will require maintaining your new power too. You must resist backsliding into old power dynamics. Other people's discomfort is no reason to stop pursuing what you want and asking for what you need. Your happiness and fulfillment matter just as much as anyone else's needs. And the next section is about maintaining your freedom. Reclaiming your precious freedom is an integral part of becoming the invincible you. Maintaining your freedom is essential for maintaining your momentum. It will slow if you let someone start taking away the time you need to focus on your personal goals. I'm sure you've experienced this. I know I have. In chapter 11, I mentioned how hard I worked to create that daily habit of exercising. I just couldn't make it stick. It took until my 40s. But once I got my workout routine locked in, I fought to sustain it. More than once. Many times, actually. Someone tried to interfere with my schedule and make me skip my workout so I could do something they wanted. They're like, hey... You need to attend this meeting. It's so important. You can skip your workout today. Just come in early. For over 14 years, I've had to push back. I've had to say no. And I've had to maintain my calendar freedom to keep investing in my health and wellness. I put it on my calendar. You can also use your calendar to protect your time fiercely. 
I talk about that all the time. Become comfortable with saying no to things that are a lower priority than what you need to do. Schedule the time you need to focus on tasks that will help you achieve your goals. Also, you sometimes need to remember why you left bad situations so you can maintain your freedom from them. Don't get sucked back into drama, toxic environments, or negative relationships. Life is too short to waste a minute doing that. Finally, I want to talk about the momentum of your career. Your work is a very big part of your life. And almost every career will have peaks and valleys, but they will have peaks and good times of momentum. And there is a, there is a lifespan to most careers. And I'd say it's true for almost every profession as well. So I want to talk about maintaining momentum with your employer whoever you're currently working for. Sometimes people hear my advice and they think they should immediately quit their jobs. They should abandon their profession. They should build an entirely new career. And that's not what I'm recommending. If you're learning and growing in your job, stay. Make the most of it. My current solopreneur business as a career coach was easier to build because of how far I took my corporate career. Becoming an executive helped. Building a strong network helped. Learning public speaking, marketing, sales, and how to run a P&L, Profit and Loss, Profit and Loss Center, helped. All of that acquired knowledge and experience came from my jobs. Then... I was able to exit and move into running my own thing more successfully. So timing is important. If you're riding a good wave with your current employer, take it as far as you can before moving to the next one. You should obviously stick around when things are going well. For example, if your career is clearly growing within the company, stick around. If you are regularly receiving promotions, stick around. If you're receiving big raises, if you're still acquiring valuable new skills, knowledge, and experience, stick around. But for most people, staying in a job for too long has diminishing returns. On average, being employed at the same company for over two years will make you earn less over your lifetime by about 50% or more. Two years. I think folks in Silicon Valley have learned that lesson. They jump a lot. Uh, Older folks think I'm crazy for changing jobs so often. (laughs) But two years, you'll earn less money over your lifetime. So don't let an employer slow your career momentum. If they don't value you, find a new employer who will. So I want to talk about maintaining momentum in your first act career, your current profession, your primary career. So this is not necessarily staying with an employer, but you may go to another employer. You may find a new boss, but you're still maintaining that momentum in your career. 
And just as surfers love to catch and ride big waves, your career has waves too. It's those moments in time when you experience accelerated professional momentum. The stars feel aligned. You're crushing it at work. You feel like your talent is finally being recognized. You're receiving promotions. You're landing great new jobs easily. Your confidence is at an all-time high. Everyone seems to want more of you and what you can do, and it feels like you're on top of the world. That will happen at some point in your career. And you may be lucky and catch a few decent waves in your long-term career. Few people may enjoy an early wave, but then they flounder and struggle. But then they make a comeback. Maybe they change careers or professions, or maybe they just make a comeback. And they have the good fortune to catch another wave. Some folks perk up when they realize that they're on a wave, but they don't capitalize on it. They don't ride it as hard as they should. Fear, imposter syndrome, and misplaced loyalty make them put on the brakes. They don't go as hard as they could. And that's tragic because once momentum is lost, the wave dies down and I have watched people's careers stagnate and you may not get another chance. So I'm here to tell you, don't make that mistake. If you're lucky enough to catch a great wave, ride it as hard as you can for as long as you can. But how can you keep that momentum going? Well, I want to share 10 steps that can help you make the most of it. One, lean into the momentum. Two, don't be afraid. Three, don't put on the brakes. Four, kill your imposter syndrome. Five, eliminate friction. Six, seize opportunities. Seven, take bigger risks. Eight, be careful with your loyalty. Nine, build your professional professional brand. And 10, capitalize on your success. And I have more information about each of those in the written chapter. If you go to newsletter.invinciblelife.me, I kind of rushed through them a little bit because we are running out of time. And the last part of the chapter is about maintaining this momentum into retirement or a second act career or semi-retirement. Because you're never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream. That's a quote from C.S. Lewis. So if you want to read the rest of this chapter, you can go to newsletter.invinciblelife.me. This is Maintaining Momentum, issue number 59. Be sure to subscribe if you'd like to hear more draft chapters from the book as I finish them up. I think I only have one or two left at the most. Almost done. And then it's going to be going into editing um, and finally get it out. And I'll probably be looking for some, they call it ARC readers. You get advanced reader copies. But I want some folks to read it, give me feedback, and help me improve it. So if you're interested, go subscribe, go comment, let me know. Thank you. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck with pursuing the life of your dreams so you can be happier, healthier, and more fulfilled.